0: Trigger warning, the following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. Hey guys, how are you all doing today? I am feeling... Super exhausted. So bear with me as I kind of get my bearings from getting out of court. I just got out of court, like, I don't know. I think we were at least at five. I had to drive back here, took a minute. Um, so I'm like just getting in, grabbed a bite to eat, and I'm trying to still figure out my notes from today. I even, my pen even went dead today while I was in court, and I had to, this was when Johnny was on the stand. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. My phone is like going off here. So that was when Johnny was on the stand, and I had to, um, very quietly like pull out a new pen and it was still in like its new package and had to very quietly open that it was it was very awkward um but yeah so day five in court with johnny depp amber heard we knew she was gonna copy his outfit i I, like i didn't believe you guys y'all were like she's copying him she's copying him and i was like kind of feeding into it i was like okay like the tie is like very interesting like that little that that's interesting but today (laughs) it's confirmed So she walks in, because each day Johnny's been coming to uh, uh, court in an outfit, and then she's been coming to court the very next day after him in almost the exact same outfit. So today, we're sitting and we're kind of taking bets on what she's going to be wearing when she comes in, and sure enough, she comes in wearing her hair in a ponytail, and that's what sold it for me, the ponytail. Because the ponytail yesterday was iconic. Twitter was going nuts for Johnny Depp's ponytail. She knew it. Let me look at the comments here. Hi, Carla. How are you? Oh, the ponytail sealed the deal. I mean, her outfit was still the same because remember yesterday he'd been wearing that dark suit with um, a light shirt underneath and then a tie. So we knew that was going to happen. And sure enough, she walked in just like that. And then to see her hair in a ponytail, that was, that was really wild. Yeah, Nicole. Oh my God. So that was crazy. And there was an audible gasp when she walked in the courtroom because we're, I mean, Interesting, super, super interesting. Um, so today we started with Sean Bett. We were just finishing him up. Honestly, he didn't really say anything that I felt was super, I, I don't know, like, I don't know, nothing super interesting, I guess, so to speak. Um, nothing kind of mind blowing. Um, he did say that Johnny had had a glass of wine um, on the May the 21st and on April the 21st. Um, 2016. So that was kind of interesting to note. Um, but other than that, there really wasn't um, anything. He also said he never witnessed any violence between Amber and um, him. But then we moved on um, over to uh, Mr. Keenan Wyatt. Wyatt. Excuse me. Let me have a look here at the chat. Hey, Ann, how are you? Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's super, there's so much information. And then you also look at like how long the court day is. And unless you're here, like honestly, I don't know if I could make time for it. So I just kind of like want to hop on and kind of recap the days while I'm here. Um, and I've definitely been doing it on my TikTok too. Um, yeah, and also I've heard the stream has changed too. So now they're not focusing too much on Amber or too much on Johnny's reactions, they're mostly focusing on the witness on the stand. Um, so that's going to kind of suck when I go home. I don't really like, I'm like, how am I going to follow things? It yeah, weren't able to see the audience too much today either. Oh, that blows. I wonder why they're doing that. That's really interesting. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Um, but anyway, so Mr. Keenan Wyatt, Wyatt takes a stand. He was a sound technician. Um, he worked on tons of films, especially tons of films that Johnny had been on. So we got Pirates of the Caribbean, Ninth Gate, Lone Ranger, like films that range from like, I'm pretty sure the eighties to now. Um, so that was kind of crazy to hear he'd been with them for so long. And then what I couldn't get over, I don't know if you guys caught this, but Elaine was kind of Elaine, Amber's lawyer was kind of trying to catch him in a trap. By saying that he was like dependent on Johnny for his money, just like she had with Christy. I don't know if you noticed that Johnny's sister. She was kind of saying like that she Christy was indebted to Johnny for Johnny, like employing her. Um, so kind of trying to use that to say that they're partial, you know, bias to him and and maybe they might lie on the sand. I think that's what she's trying to imply. Um, so she did the same thing with Keenan, but the weird thing was, so they she said like, Oh, is that your rate usually for movies? Like she kept asking about his rate on each movie. And he was like, it's whatever the union pays me. It's whatever the union pays me. And she goes, so it's not a rate that Mr. Depp negotiated for you. And she w- he was like, no, like that. It wasn't a rate that Mr. Depp negotiated for me. It was whatever the union laid out for me. And, and this kept going back and forth for a while. And then Elaine says, well, did you know that Mr. Depp started putting you into his contracts for movies that you were a part of his contract and had to go with him to these movies. And, and your rate was laid out in the contract. And he testified, he didn't know that. Can you imagine realizing how good of a friend you had? Like that's, I mean, to me, all that came off as he had no idea Johnny had been doing that for him and you'd be sitting there. I I would be totally grateful. And I'm not sure. Like that was wild to me. I was like, he, Johnny made a deal for his friend and, and his friend didn't even know it. Um hi Sarah. Uh, maybe it's because they noticed the critic going too hard on Amber. Um I'm sorry, I don't know what that one was too, Carla. Explain, I'm sorry, if you could explain a little bit more. And then Nicole says um, that was some mortifying to find here. Elaine got flustered. Carla says Elaine had a, a lot of moments today. A lot of moments. There, it was high energy when we left the court at lunch because of, I don't know if you guys saw that viral video clip that's kind of going around right now, especially in the dev head community of Elaine, just spouting off her mouth about what Johnny was doing on the plane ride from, I think it was Boston, LA, um, where Amber has alleged that he abused her. But Keenan, the witness that we're talking about right now, has said that he witnessed no physical violence. In fact, it was Amber that was berating them. So she wasn't physical with either of them, but she even yelled at Keenan, he testified. Um, and he said that he had tried to tell her that like Johnny was, you know, he cared about her and whatever. And, and she told him basically to like, why do you even think you could talk to me? Um, kind of thing. So that w- that was crazy to see. Um Jenny says, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, Elaine, look at this stuff up before going into this stuff. Like, come on. Yeah, that's fair. Elaine needs to stay off the coffee or the Red Bulls. The Red Bulls. Yeah, I think Red Bull, um, their sales are going to spike after today. (laughs) There was so much mention that Johnny Depp drinks Red Bull. I was like, that's great advertisement. Good, good for Red Bull. Oh, I said that. Oh, the cameras. Excuse me. Thank you, Carla. So Carla says she said that um, because of the cameras not showing the audience, Amber and Johnny. Um, So let me have a look here again. Maybe it's because they notice they critique. Oh, they critique um, Amber's too hard. That's fair. Um, I think they're both kind of getting critiqued for their reactions. Johnny seems totally like himself and and she seems pretty stressed out. I think she should be stressed out. Um, But yeah, uh, gosh excuse me, while I like review my notes. I literally haven't looked at them since this morning. And I, I mean, we get in line so early. So I sit there and I'm like, what did I even learn today? (laughs) What did you learn? Um, Oh gosh. then they asked him a bunch of questions about Australia, but he wasn't really dealing with Australia. He just talked about the film being um, postponed. He did talk about the earpiece that they've alleged that Johnny was using in parts of the Caribbean 5, I believe. They were saying that he was getting his lines fed to him. And uh, uh, Keenan had said that, well, that's something they've been doing since like the 90s, because actually the earpiece works for a lot of different things. Like say you're an actor in a room and you're acting acting against a wall. Well, they can feed the other person's lines into your ear and and you can respond back to them. Or say... um, Johnny would use it for music. So he'd put music in his ears and then act. And then he also said sometimes Johnny would get his lines fed to him because Johnny would have a tendency to take the script in the morning when he'd come into work. And while he was getting all of his makeup on, especially for Jack Sparrow, we know that took hours, um, he would sit and rewrite the lines. So then by that time, he didn't have enough time to memorize everything. Um, so that, that made total sense to me. Let me check out the comments. Um, Elaine was a mess today, a hot mess, and we love to see it. I hope Elaine just keeps talking. She's doing great. You're doing great, honey. Um, I think you sent a link about Johnny possibly questioning if that kid – oh, you did send me that link. So Nicole sent me a link about Johnny possibly maybe during the court battle questioning if um, – the child that Amber just had by surrogacy is Elon Musk as well. I don't know if that's going to be accurate or not. It does come up in Jennifer Howell's statement, um, which we're going to talk about soon here on the podcast. Um, we have an episode coming up, um, not this week, not tomorrow, but we have a new episode coming out tomorrow. I don't know if you know, um, but uh, that's going to be the end of the staircase incident. But next week will be, or the, excuse me, the end of Australia incident. Next week, we're going to be talking about the staircase incident. And um, that's where Jennifer Howell kind of alleges that. There were fertilized embryos with Elon Musk that they've been fighting over for forever. Um, Carlos says, Johnny listening to music while acting was an interesting fact. It was a super interesting fact. Super interesting fact. Um, Jenny says, yeah, Johnny talked about doing the earpiece, um, things for the ears. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool to hear it. Um, um, Hi, Rihanna. I hope I pronounced your name right. I'm very terrible at pronunciation, so it's fine. Everyone mispronounces my name, so it's fine. Delalio, it's fine. Um, let me have a look here at my notes, see if I can uh, have a little look. Oh, so then Johnny took, uh, actually, maybe I don't want to get to Johnny yet. So we talked about the airplane incident. We talked about Boston, how Amber was kind of giving him the cold shoulder. They also kept asking if he'd been doing drugs in the car before getting on the airplane which was so interesting to me. It's probably cause I haven't looked at that incident really, but it's probably cause Amber alleged that he was doing drugs. We'll see, I mean, her story is gonna be complete. We know this, her story is gonna be completely different when she finally takes the stand. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see about the inconsistencies too. Cause we've already, we've already had inc- inconsistencies. That's what's wild. Um, yeah, I remembered that as like a fun fact. It's a not so fun fact, but Carla says, and also I didn't know he was legally blind um, in his left eye. He went on. He talked about that today. Um, but then Amber's team cross examines Keenan Wyatt, and that was the most crazy cross examination I've ever seen. I have. Uh, there were things Elaine said in that con- that cross. Uh, examination that was it was too much like i had a hard time we just we left for lunch and i was like that was that was a lot and she was so aggressive with him i really like i could not believe how aggressive she was because he just comes off he's just sitting he's totally relaxed he's been totally respectful with all of his answers and she was so cut to the chase cut to the throat and i don't think that's going to look good to the jury like to be honest with you um Yeah, I learned a lot about Johnny today, too, and his testimony. So let's just skip over to Johnny's testimony. So Johnny was obviously the last one to be brought up today. I think he's going to be on the stand for several days. Um, we're just starting to get into the Amber, him meeting Amber and everything else. So we'll see how that goes. I, I really still can't get over the Wyatt thing. Like that, God, it was so crazy. Um, I did enjoy that um, Keenan Wyatt said that the wedding was rushed um doesn't know how long they were engaged though I, that was so weird like she kept alleging like she's like well they were engaged for like a while like do you know how long the couple was engaged for but you're saying the wedding was rushed. and i'm like oh a rushed wedding doesn't mean you're engaged for a long time like or a short time it means like it's a rushed wedding like if you're if your closest family and friends are not aware you're getting married on the day you're getting married and suddenly you show up to do it that's that's a rushed wedding that's pretty crazy um Sabrina says, I saw you about four to five times throughout the day today. Oh, hi, Sabrina, that's really nice. Especially at the end of the day when Johnny was talking to the lawyer um, standing up. Oh, that's cool. Um, we all kind of hover for a little bit, um, but that's really cool. He he was like pretty close to us, um, which was interesting. I, have, I mean, I've never seen the man. So that was, it was cool to be so close to him. And especially after such an emotional testimony, I was super emotional leaving court today. I don't know about you guys, but I was super emotional. Um, Rihanna said hearing her tell Amber's side of the story kind of highlights how ridiculous it is. That's very true. I imagine you're talking about Elaine and that's very true. Nicole says the look on Wyatt's face was very like, what's your problem Elaine? I know he seemed totally taken aback, especially she like went in on him with that crazy allegation of what Johnny had been saying to Amber. And we were all like, what's going on? Like this just took a whole 180 turn. That was crazy. Carla says, poor Wyatt. He was like, what is happening? I'm answering the same question over and over and over again. I know. And then she said, what was it she said to him? Uh, She was like, oh, God, it was crazy. Uh, She's like, do you know this? Do you know this? And she kept, it wasn't even the same question. She's like, do you think you know? Do you know? Do you? You wouldn't know because you don't recall. And then she just ended her own question. I'm like, you started a question to end it. It was the weirdest thing. Johnny seemed really romantic towards Amber, and when he started talking about the dress, it was so sweet. Yeah, so let's get into Johnny's statement. So they started off by talking about why he was here. He talked about how Amber had made these criminal claims against him six years ago that were completely untrue, and he was completely shocked by them. Um, Said that there um, had been arguments and things to that nature, but he had never struck any woman in his life ever. Um, And these claims, he said, permeated the industry and the world, and he felt that it was necessary for him to stand up for himself and his children, especially. Um, and at the time that Amber made these allegations and I hadn't realized, I, I mean, six years is a long time, but I, I, I think of Lily Rose and Jack now as adults, young adults, um, but they were only 14 and 16 at the time. That's kind of, that's kind of crazy to think of. Um, Nicole says, I don't know if it's allowed, but I'd be like, I answered it. Pause on Johnny's statement. Did you guys catch it? I don't know if it was with Sean or uh, Sean Bett today, or if it was Kenan Wyatt, Wyatt, But it might have been Keenan. But at one point, Elaine said, um, talking about the Australia incident, she said, when Johnny cut off his, and then she said, I mean, when the tip of his finger was taken off. And I was like, you did that on purpose. (laughs) Girlfriend. Uh, Like, that wasn't just a case of misspeaking. She did that purposely. That was really frustrating to listen to. Did, okay, so someone, Nicole just said, also, anyone see what Amber posted on Instagram? So she's not supposed to be posting on social media. So did she post a new statement? Or was it just what she posted a few days before the trial? Because what she posted a few days before the trial, Ben Chu is actually alleged was her opening statement. And he's brought that up to the judge already. Um, uh, Ioka, I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. The claims were criminal. If the police had determined the crime was committed, they didn't see, uh, yeah. So no criminal charges were pressed. Yeah. So the LAPD, when they arrived at the house, um, when Amber called them, they saw no sign of domestic violence, which is extremely telling because even if she, cause she said, she said she didn't want to like press any charges. She didn't want to report anything. Even in saying that, they would have had to write in their report that she seemed like she'd been, you know, um, attacked. So that it speaks volumes that they didn't—they didn't feel like they had to do that. Um, so Johnny talked about lies built upon lies. Sorry, getting back into Johnny's statement, statement here. He said that his children were approached at school with a, a very public People magazine article with Amber's cover of it, with Amber's face, like with that that bruise that she had on her cheek when she was leaving through the front door of the courtroom. And then he kind of um, and touched on how he's such a private person. And um, but he felt it was important to come forward and it was quite exposing and unfortunate for him, his family and Amber that he had to do this, which I thought was interesting. He talked very kindly of her today, like, to be honest, for everything um, that they had gone through. Um, He said it never had to go in this direction. He said that several times. And that's a call back to what he was saying to her in the recordings when he didn't want it to go anywhere except between the two of them. And he told her it wasn't it wasn't going to be good for her, um, and it was the same thing. And he says he can't say he's embarrassed about like exposing their their private life, but he says I'm knowing I know I'm doing the right thing. Um, she posted on April 9th. yeah, so that was right before the trial start. Um, Carlos says, "Oh, when they asked Sean if he had seen violence of any kind, he said that throwing things was considered violence by the law. That was a great point by Sean because Elaine tried to dismiss." him what he had seen as not violent like you wouldn't consider it violent and he's like actually uh, by the court of california amber throwing things at johnny yeah that that is an act of violence um so that was crazy man that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We went through a lot of Johnny's childhood today. Um, I won't really get into that on here. There were there were a lot of it. It was honestly like as a bystander, it was really cool to hear him talk about his career in Hollywood. I honestly felt like, do you remember that um, show with James Lithgow? Was it James Lithgow or no, it wasn't James Lithgo. It was, um, oh, actors. I don't know if you guys know, tell me in the comments, if you know um, what I'm talking about, the actors guild or where he would have someone come into usually a university where they were like students at and he would talk to them about their career. And it felt a lot like that. I used to watch all of those episodes. I love them. Like Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, a few other people did on it, but Johnny did have an episode on that. And it almost kind of felt like that. in the way they asked him about his career and everything that was really neat to hear about how Captain Jack Sparrow affected his life. Very cool to see in person, Johnny say Captain Jack Sparrow. He also did a little bit of this. Very cool. He also uh, he his friend Hunter S. Thompson. In all of his interviews ever, he's always um, mimicked Hunter, and he mimicked Hunter on the stand today, and that was really cool to see. Um, just as someone that's followed his career inside the actor's studio. Thank you, Rihanna. I appreciate you so much. Um, Emma says, "In the state of California, it doesn't matter if she wanted to press charges if there had been any evidence." LAPD would have arrested him and prosecution, would have been at the discretion of the DA, yes. Um, So I did like from his childhood, when he was talking about how abusive his mother was towards him and his sister and his father and how his father would just stand there and take it. Also, it's so sad to see that Johnny's kind of repeating that pattern in his own relationship with Amber, very similar relationship where he just kind of stoically takes it and she's freaking out at him. Um, and, and I also enjoyed his little quip about how when his dad finally left his mom and cleared out his closet, Johnny at 15 years old, took the family car, went to his dad's, um, place of work and came in and said, uh, dad, uh, I think someone stole all the clothes out of, out of your closet. <laughs> and no, he had left the family. Um, and then later Johnny found his mother ODing, but luckily was able to, they were able to get her help, uh, before, Um, and then she lived until the week that Amber separated from him. Um, James Lipton. Thank you. I love seeing Glicko. And I was like, that's not him. That's the guy from, um, oh gosh, like Dexter and everything. Um, Nicole says, haha, Johnny was unsure of Amber's acting in the rum diary. Yeah, that was actually the casting director was unsure whether she was going to be a good fit, I believe, for the rum diary. That was, that was crazy here. Everyone's unsure about Amber's acting for the rum diary. Everyone's unsure about Amber's acting. I didn't say that. (laughs) Anyways, um, so, but he did say about his childhood, it was the best lesson on how to raise children properly, not to yell at children or raise your voices in front of them, and to, when you say no, explain why you're saying no to your kids, which I thought was very, it just speaks to, like, I don't know, him as a person. Um And then the whole boot thing, I don't know if you guys caught that today when Amber was talking about how, well, not Amber, Johnny was talking about how the beginning of their relationship started and how he would come home and she would immediately take his boots off and then get him a glass of wine. And the one day he did that for himself when she was busy, Um, she was like, that's my job. Why would you do that? And she was like all disgruntled about it. And then the fact that she wouldn't let him go to bed when he wanted to go to bed, he had to go to bed with her. That was really weird or she'd get all bent out of shape. But, like he said, like after you see that first initial incident, like, and that's that spoke to me in a lot of volumes. Um, it's you start to see all the other issues in the relationship start to unravel, you start to see all all the stuff that you feel they were hiding, kind of thing. Um, and then let me have a look at the comments. Catman! I met Catman at an Alice Cooper concert um, last week. Catman's awesome. Hi, Catman. How are you? You've been watching the trial? It's been absolutely crazy. Thanks for coming on my live. Um, Johnny is such a good person, Carla says. Nicole says, if he's teaching his children gentle parenting, why would he abuse his wife? And only Amber. As someone on my, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before. Someone on my TikTok said, like with the penthouses, like I still can't get over that. She she wanted three of his five penthouses. Was she just gonna be neighbors with him? Like she was so afraid of him, but she was just gonna be neighbors with him. Um, Carla says, When he said nothing with a shy smile, like I should have, but it was what it was shows her manipulative personality. Yeah, that was crazy. I did find it interesting. I didn't know everything about how Johnny and Amber met initially. I knew they met on the, the set of The Rum Diary, but I did not know that, like, I think today's the first time he really expressed that that kiss in the shower scene was real between the two of them, and then how she had gone back to his trailer with him. They had a glass of wine. They shared another kiss, but she wanted to stay, and because he had a wife, or well, he did call Vanessa his wife today, but she wasn't his wife legally. Um, but he had Vanessa and his kitties, as he said today, which was really cool to hear him refer to his children as that because I've always heard him talk about his children like that in interviews and everything. Um, and she had um, her wife, Tasha, at the time. They just, um, he just, he thought it wouldn't be a good idea. So they both kind of departed um, from each other um, and didn't see each other for two more years until the um, Rome Diary press junket. And then that's when the relationship took off because both of them were single at the time. Um, I also thought it was interesting. I'd never heard why him and Vanessa Paradis kind of separated. And um, that was so interesting because we were, they were talking about how um, it was almost mutual. Like she wanted to go back to France. She wanted to work on her own career. Um, so that was, that was interesting. Um, yeah, she went to him, even married. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what she says about that, though. Uh, the story is going to change. It's going to change drastically. Um, yeah. And then they kind of got into um, Amber and her friends and, and, and how everything went. And what really stuck out to me about Amber and her friends. Um, first off, Johnny was talking about how the characterization of his substance abuse by Amber was grossly embellished. Um, which I think, I mean, honestly, like Dr. Kipper and Debbie... Excuse me, Debbie Lloyd's notes on that fact are—they ring true. It, it all kind of cooperates right now. But then again, we're only hearing from Johnny's witnesses right now. But um, so far, it's all cooperated. Um, Johnny did have an addiction to opioids. Um, he went on a detox and he's never taken them again. He says because he knows that that would be that would be it for him. However, he has—you know—I mean, Johnny has been dabbling in drugs since the '80s. Um, has had an alcohol problem forever. We've known this. Um, but it doesn't mean that he's abusive when he drinks. And everyone so far has testified that he's pretty docile just as a human. Um, so that was crazy. But I, what really stuck with me about this whole take was them going through Amber Heard's friends and listing them off to him and asking them who they were to him, what his relationship was like with them, which all of it was great. And that speaks to Sean Bett's testimony. I think we talked about it yesterday, but Sean Bett, Johnny's security guard, had talked at length about how, um, The kids, not the kids, excuse me, Amber's friends had been super nice to him always because they were, from Sean's observation, had been using him. So before I dive into more, let me just have a look at the comments. Excuse me. Um, Carla says, uh, oh no, sorry, excuse me. Nicole says, I'm worried about her team questioning him and being rude to him. He doesn't deserve that. That's going to be really hard to watch, especially in the courtroom, but. Yeah, we just have to take it and know that when they get aggressive with him, it doesn't look good to the jury. Like today, it did not look good to the jury how aggressive Elaine was being like, to be honest, it, it really didn't. Um, but yeah, when they were going through Amber's friends, who they were to Johnny and everything, they would always say like, and they lived with you at one point, and then he would explain how they had moved in with him. Um, usually like either at the Sweetser house, because he has different houses on that property, or over at um, the ECB, the East Colum- Eastern Columbia building. And um, as he was explaining that at the end of every explanation, they would always ask him, of course, this is his team, but they would say, how much did you charge them for rent? And he would say nothing. And as the list went on, you could see in his face, like how he just realized how stupid he'd been. Like you could really see it come across his face. It was very, very... Sad to watch, as someone who's been following this case knows how it ends, knows everything about it. Um, that that really sucked, and it just like I don't know. And after everyone that we've listened to so far, I mean, Isaac who lived with him rent free. I mean, still lives on his property rent free. Um, who Johnny has done so much for, and that speaks to the testimony of Johnny himself when he's talking about allowing Io to stay on his sweetzer property um, because he was writing a book, and and that was all he you know stay here and write you know. Do your passion, you know, uh, and that's, that's crazy. That's so generous. And then they also touched on how Rocky Pennington, Amber Heard's best friend who had moved into penthouse Four, how she had said um, how she had secretly moved someone. I believe it was Melanie. I think that's who we're going to get to, but I'm not sure. So let me know on that. But she had moved someone secretly into the penthouses Johnny didn't even know there was someone else living in his houses that you didn't even know. Like it's so ungrateful. So disrespectful. You think about it, it's downtown LA. Like how expensive is that? Like that's it. it and I hope that wasn't lost on the jury. I, I can't imagine it was lost on The jury. Um, let me have a look at the comments. Um, Basil. Hi, welcome. Just came on. Sorry if this was said already yesterday, her hair was very Lauren Bacall. No, stop. I'm screenshotting that. Are you kidding me? are you kidding me that's wild because johnny had said i don't know if you guys were listening to, but to witness um or his his um testimony today he had talked about how Their nicknames were Slim and Steven from a Lauren Bacall, um, uh, Humphrey Bogart movie. Um, And because of the age gap between them, it was like a play on, on their ages. He was very aware that he was a lot older than she was. And that is so interesting that her hair was like Lauren Bacall's. Wow. What a treat. Nicole says, do you believe he will win this case? ease my worries. I, I don't know. I wish I could. It's a defamation case. I hope the jury rules in favor of him, but we haven't heard Amber's side yet. Um, I'm kind of glad I won't be here for that. I think it'll be hard to listen to because um, especially when you know this case, you know, there's like so many contradictions. Um, chick called Nick says, oh, poor Johnny. Jenny says, I wear AH and Elaine time be the same person with how aggressive they both are. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, very similar. And says, "What do you think the outcome will be?" Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, a cat, Catman says, uh, "Jd is so giving." Um, Di says, "Well, they were all were as well as Amber's friends. Um, I think it was Liz Mars. Do you think it was Liz Mars?" Oh, interesting, interesting. Um, that was living with a Rocky, um, rent free. And then Basil says, yeah, someone shared it on another stream. I forgot the name of the movie." It was definitely Liz Mars living in the penthouse. Thank you so much. And he downplayed himself a lot, Carla says. He didn't believe Amber liking him um, was something wild. Yeah, so, man, um, there was a lot today. I think, like, I don't know. I felt pretty um, emotionally drained, honestly, by the end of court today. Um, even, like, the way he talked about himself, he didn't really take – on a lot of that Hollywood stuff talked about how he still wasn't used to to people like the faint of the whole thing. And also talked about the, those nicknames that they given for each other, the slim and the Steven, how it was a play on him being an old craggy man and her being this beautiful, stunning creature. And it's like, he doesn't even recognize like the legend in of himself. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all I have on the recap for today. Let me look at a few more of these. these comments. Hey, Jessica, how are you? How are you liking Florida? Um, My friend Jessica just moved to Florida. Um, Jenny says, sorry for my typos. Oh, you're so good. Um, I'm like half asleep. So it's surprising that I can even like read these. (laughs) Um, How long are you going to be there for? I believe till the end of this week. So it is, it's so, um, it's so wild to see it firsthand, especially after following it for as long as um, I have been. Um, Nicole says, I cannot believe he doesn't have more confidence in himself. Then again, um, that keeps him humbled. Yeah, yeah. He even said today he didn't think he'd like the person he'd become if, you know. Um, and Rihanna says, I'm so curious what happened between his mom and dad that Amber's team keeps trying to block out. Oh, I wonder what you mean by that. I haven't noticed that. Maybe it's because I've been, like, at the courthouse at stupid times. Oh, <laughs> mm. But Anyways, I think I'm going to pop off here. Thanks for hanging out with me and chatting with me about this crazy day. I'll be posting a TikTok um, recap at some point. I might have a bonus TikTok for you today. I'll, I'll have a look at what time I have because I do need to get to bed. i going to have an early morning tomorrow. Um, we do. Max and I have a new episode coming out this week. Um, it's going to be on the Australia incident. This is the last part of the Australia incident. And then next week we're talking about that staircase incident. So we are just going through it, it's debt month, baby. Um, But we'll see what comes out. Um, I definitely wanna, I've met a lot of other creators uh, while here for the Justice for Johnny Depp movement. Definitely wanna do something with them um, when I get back home and when this is all over um, and kind of chat with them about their experiences after I leave. Um, So I'll definitely be reconnecting with them. Uh, Max and I haven't gone through all this case. We definitely, obviously we're a true crime channel, so we're going to still be doing our normal true crime stuff. Um, we've been really laying into depth lately, but it's just because the case is coming out and I personally wanted to talk more on it just to give people more of a background understanding on what the hell was going on, because there's going to be a lot of tales spun in the next six weeks. Um, so yeah, um, you just have a look here. Jenny says, thank you. Thank you for being on here, Jenny. Um, they objected to him and his sister talking about the last argument. Oh, I'm going to screenshot that. and I'm going to look into it. Thank you so much. Um, Di says Johnny can't answer her question straight, but you just don't want to interrupt him. Oh, my God. When they objected to him at one point, I'm like, I'm listening to this man's life story. Can you pause for a minute? This is the most detailed I've ever heard it. Thank you, Rihanna, for being here. Imagine if one of the jurors was abused by someone like Amber. Oh yeah, who knows? But I think they would. I think they ask those questions to make sure that there's not like DV victims or anything on there. I'm pretty sure. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Connect with Dr. Soups. I have. I actually did a live stream with Dr. Soups on Easter Sunday. So if you check that out, it says "Feet Danny" in the title. We were talking about Eve Barlow being kicked out of court. Um, So yeah. Until next time. Thanks so much for hanging out with me, guys, and I will see you. Later. Cheers. Oh, media Production. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by